90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, you guys, episode number 25 of season 10 for 90s Now. How are you? Wow, 25? Yeah, times Feels 10. Feels like a lot. That's the quarter life crisis. <laughs> we, we have got a lot to think about in our crisis tonight. So it's the uh, halfway mark of the season. That's true. Yeah. Huh. Did we get cake? Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody think of cake? This is a bit last minute to ask. No one thought of cake. Okay. Maybe Adam still has cake like he did when he had those pumpkins in his window for six months. Uh, No, and my my birthday was two weeks ago, and there's no cake left. There's no cake left. All right. Well, that's good, because I'm not sure that I would want that cake. (laughs) You know what cake is indestructible is those McCain cakes. Those deep and delicious. I think we, we really have to question... What's going on in there? Yeah. <laughs> if after two weeks they're still good, they are though. Those are delicious. Yeah, but you know what? They never last two weeks. No, they don't. They last about nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was delicious. I don't think I've actually let myself have one in probably over ten years. But I see wow. them, and I'm like, I see you. <laughs> Thank you for your efforts. <laughs> I see you seeing me. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, quite a bit to tackle today. Even if there is no cake, uh, we're going to tell you how the Oscars are closing a 45-year-old window with their hosts, plural, this year. Also, we don't have to look uh, too far to see who was the uh, driving force might be a strong yet effective reference to uh, to describe the return of John Frusciante to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We'll also tell you which Canadian was great, but didn't get to fully grasp that greatness. We'll tell you that and get into Kelly's trivia and a 90s rewind that'll feature some really great voices from 1991 that we really tried to sing along with, but let's face it. We're not them. Uh, We're also going to talk about the cons of dating apps, thanks to the experience of someone we can all root for. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Drew Barrymore, actively looking. Um, Good for her. For, you know, uh, someone to date, someone to be in a relationship with, someone to just spend some time with, whatever. And and, and man. (laughs) And she spoke to someone in person. Gasp. Yeah. Yeah, she spotted someone, uh, was it Central Park? Yes. Thought he was handsome, asked him flat out if he was single. Who needs did an he, app when you got did that he, kind did, of Did moxie? he recognize her? I think he probably eventually did. She's sort of hard to not recognize, especially if, even if you don't recognize her right away by looks. Yeah. As soon as she starts talking, I think. Yet, having said that, what she did learn was that he was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. So a little younger than she is, and maybe not as versed in the, uh, you know, the school of Drew. <laughs> <laughs> what they did get to was a great conversation uh, and no exchange of phone numbers. But she did tell him that what she wanted to do was something that she'd be proud of that day. And then he told her that he was proud of her, too. She's so good for that Drew. Was really cool. She's just cool. She was talking about it on um, on The Tonight Show about how, you know, actually talking to someone versus relying on an app or something a little less personal. She sort of did you, uh, cut the middle thing out. I'll ask both of you. Did like when you met a significant other Sharon, was that a in-person mm-hmm. thing or did you, was it an app thing? It was an in-person thing at the suggestion of uh, a mutual friend. Okay. And then it just took three years to get there. But. Okay. <laughs> 
cat's life. <laughs> those good things come to those who wait is what they say. Exactly. Patience is virtuous. And oh, my God, I was virtuous. There we are. Uh, Adam, did you uh, was yours a, an app thing? Uh, this one is an app thing. The one before was an app thing. Um, uh, actually, my last four relationships were uh, app uh, started on an app. That's mm. cool. So well, you're, two, you're used to yeah. that, though, right? Yeah. Like that's something that you're completely comfortable with, and absolutely, it's just yeah. it's an uh, then you know there's eventually a first date, but the first like uh, yeah the first hey hello hey nice to see you and like pictures it's always on the apps now, and cool. I can say it's. It has to be that for 90% of my friends, at least. Really? Yeah. Well, the last two years has been pandemic, so it hasn't been easy to meet people in the person. Mm -hmm. But even before that, even before that. Um, My second to last person was at the suggestion of Sharon. Well, that's (laughs) we all know how that ended. (laughs) That's just, we'll just say that it ended. We did. Yeah, (laughs) especially when I was requested to return... um, uh, her Glade plugins. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> that was amazing. That's uh, a, that's under the nitpicky folder. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like there was a list that had been compiled to remember <laughs> to give the Glade plugins, which I would like to add, I gave back. Well, you wouldn't want to well, have that scent linger and be like reminded <laughs> of anything, you know. And unwanted. you don't want to be the person that argues about the Glade plugins. I'm keeping it's them. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Fine, take them. I'll just go to yeah. Walmart and get new ones. Yeah. We actually talked when it happened. I, I actually talked about it on the radio, obviously not not mentioning names, but like because it was appalling to me. It was appalling that someone would ask to have a Glade plugin returned. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nitpicky, but. Yeah. Like passive aggressive, all that totally stuff. Totally that. Yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. Fun and times. Then the, I don't know if I told you this part. This is the best. My parents never listen to me on the radio, like unless I'm on the talk station. Yeah. But for some reason, that morning they were listening. And don't like <laughs> don't ask me why. Anyways, and it was a big deal for me to be on that particular show because I was actually filling in on the morning show. Like I was hosting the morning show, which was a big mm-hmm. deal. And they let me actually fill in for normal like the male host, who's usually like that's a big deal. You're sitting in for the guy. And so uh, I was just so proud that I'd had that opportunity. We'd had a good show. We used that as a, a topic. But again, like, I, you know, this is my job. I'm not going to slander myself and name names on the radio. It was just like, this yeah. is an X, blah, blah. And it got us great text responses, you know, because we asked, like, what's the craziest thing your ex has asked of you or, you know, in yeah. the breakup process. Anyway, it was amazing. I, I, I leave the show and I'm buzzed because I'm like, hey, that went well. That was great. We had a good time. And my phone rings, and I'm like, why Like, why is my mom calling me at this hour? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I answer, and she's like, your father and I are upset with you. Like, that's... Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm, I couldn't upset? figure out why. I'm like, what have I done? I haven't even talked to them in, like, 24 hours. And she's like, we heard that show. Like, this, and she went on. <laughs> and they were convinced that, like, I had, had you know, uh, embarrassed this person and, like, all this stuff. And they're like, you know, people are listening, and they know who you mean, and, like, this. And I'm like. No, they don't. And even if they do, like, there might be 20 people that would know who I'm talking about. Meanwhile, thousands of people have no idea who I'm talking about. And it's a great, relatable story. I'm like, and I actually said, don't tell me how to do my job. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, but also, yeah. the person did it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not it like accurate. you did it. It's not like you made it up. It happened. Yeah, exactly. 
So, but I think I'm literally telling you, my parents never listened to me. <laughs> but that one time. But and that they, one they haven't time listened they since. They have not listened <laughs> since, no. But actually, on that note, Sharon, before you move to the next topic, I would like to say that um, uh, we have a surprise, and it actually is kind of in this realm. So, as you know, I, I'm responsible for minding the uh, YouTube comments. Like, I, Ooh. you know, I watch those. And of course, we shout out our, our good buddy, Rachel, which, by the way, I have Rachel. an answer on our questions from last week, but we can get that to that later in the show. Oh, but good. I did want to bring out that a message came in yesterday from oh. a ginger bear. Yeah. I like it already. Where where are you going with this? Oh, Adam, <laughs> it gets better because it's directed at you. <gasps> I, yeah, I would like to say that the um the Ginger Bear's um profile pick is a cat. So I I don't know if Ginger Bear is of a of the male or female persuasion. I don't know. Okay. Or but, human. Or human, right? But Ginger Bear wrote, Adam is hot with a oh. with a fire emoji. <laughs> I've never got that comment on the internet before. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Adam, I have been waiting to tell you this for over 24 Ooh. hours. And I'm like, I got to save it for the show. But like this was like, this made my day. Now I'm hot for real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to screenshot Ooh. it and I'll send it to you so you can keep this forever. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so ginger Adam, bear, you say. He is hot. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. And you should. <laughs> and don't forget the fire emoji, Adam. The fire emoji. Yeah. <laughs> you look a little flushed, Adam. I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting this kind of surprise. Happy you still got birthday, it, Adam. Adam. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I'm still 28 years young. It's there it. you go. Well, you know what? Are you guys ready for... Uh, well, I, I think I'm ready. I'm sure Adam's ready. Kelly, have you... Was, compiled your thoughts are you ready for kelly's trivia i'm burning up i'm so ready trivia bing bong bing bong um that's a sizzling sound by that the way. was a, that was great yeah. mm -hmm. um <laughs> so i'm gonna ask this question i feel like i haven't asked it but if i did i have another one ready because i just it's a good question but i'm like did i ask this before i'm not sure so okay. uh, question number one is of the sport variety. Um, and I feel like I may have asked this. So anyways, I'll ask another one if it's not. Uh, which NHL team became the first ever to visit the White House in 1991? Adam. Go, Adam. You did ask that one. I remember <laughs> I said the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, no, I, Pittsburgh Penguins. It is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes! So I asked this question. So that you doesn't did ask count. It. I'm going to ask another one. <laughs> it just was such a good one. All right, so but the second see, one, we're, so the, we're learning. This is something you 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 taught us. This we is that we're learning, and it, it stuck with you because it didn't stick with me. I was like the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. <laughs> and actually, that's what you said the first time I asked. This yeah, question. that's why I was so familiar. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this will be really question number one. Scott Donnie represented the United States in which sport at the 1992 Olympics? Adam, go, Adam. Winter Olympics? No, Summer Olympics. Yeah. Oh, uh, basketball. Oh, nice. No. Mm -mm. Sharon. Oh. Yep. Fencing. No. <laughs> you said Scott that with conviction. Downey? Um, no diving. Oh. And oh. here's the thing. Like, never I heard feel of like it. I'm pretty well versed <laughs> Both of us. in a lot of the, 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 the divers. I've never heard of this person. Did Me he win either. any medals? It doesn't say, but just says he was in diving. I'm going to say he didn't win any yeah. medals. And no offense, Scott We have a lot Donnie. of American followers, no so that's why it was important. No offense to first names. 
question to ask because I feel like a lot of our American followers would have known this. How do how do you write his last name? D O N I E. D O N I E. And Scott, Scott is the first name. Donnie. Scott Donnie. You want to hear something you have hilarious? Two first names also. Pardon? You have two first names also. Yeah, and it's funny that you said that. So like. In the last little while, as we know, I have taken on a new role at the radio stations. Um, yes. I've never had this in my entire, like, 15-year experience working there. In the last couple of months, I have been called Hi Alexander, like, in, like, six or seven emails. <laughs> and I clearly I write, like, thank you, Kelly. And then I get back, hi, Alexander. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. And I See? don't want to do business with you. Yeah. You- you're being called Alexander. I'm being called hot. I, I get it. It's so not the <laughs> I same, get it. though. <laughs> uh, more information on Scott Donnie. He won the silver medal at the 1992 Olympics oh, wow. at the 10-meter platform. Sharon, I feel I mean, like you should know this. Like, you were of age. I, I might have been in the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> 1992? I would have been 24. Clubbing. Hitting the club pavement. <laughs> Working out my moves. <laughs> uh, question number two is of the uh, pop culture variety. Mm. I actually really like this question. In what year did Oprah Winfrey launch Oprah's book club? Sharon? Go, Sharon. 1996. You got it! Did you legit know? I felt like I knew. Okay. I, I, before and I obviously looked, I, I thought, knew. <laughs> I thought it was 97, so... I'm well, you would have been close. I would have been close. But Adam, did you uh, have any thoughts before sharing? No, no idea. Hmm. Have you read who any is of this, her Who book? is this Oprah that you speak of? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Oprah? Did you read any of the book club suggestions? I did. I read Beloved oh, yeah. by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. I read, what was it? Bastard Out of Carolina. That was a quick book, and I think I read it in a day. Probably the fastest book I ever read. It was very moving. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a few actually. Maya Angelou. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. I've read a lot of hers. Yeah. Because it's just so worth reading. It's really it should required reading. Yeah, I think you, I think it would. Uh, I would consider it required reading. She she was uh, educated in the best possible ways, like in schools and in life, and from experience, all uh, you know, combined good and bad. So yeah, Maya Angelou. It should be required reading. Solid choice. There's a, a poem from her that I really love called Phenomenal Woman. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I have a I have a book of her poetry. My mother was a fan of hers too. Yeah. It's uh it's worth the dive, man. There's no like you could just open up even any of her uh of her novels and just open to a page and you're gonna learn something. I mm. would guarantee that. I'm not that intelligent to write something that provocative. Yeah. <laughs> Don't underestimate yourself, Kelly. I'm good with emails, though, because I get people's first name rights. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just signing them wrong and yeah. they're calling you Alexander because of that. <laughs> That's going to be my new thing. I'm just going to have one name like Madonna Alexander. That'll be it. As you should. As you should. Yeah. Um, well, I mentioned that we would be closing a 45-year-old window at the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. And that is because um, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes... And Regina Hall, as co-hosts of the Oscars, uh, will be, um, I guess, multi-females for the first time since 1977. Who was uh, in the 77s? Do we know? Jane. Oh. And Ellen Burstyn, who I think it was with uh, Warren Beatty and Richard Pryor. Imagine that's that. That's cool. That's like a party show right there, that foursome. 
I think it was the late the late 80s, right, when Whoopi was doing it, like 87-ish or something, when she did a few. I believe you're right, yes. She was great. There were some great hosts. I really am surprised, though, that, like, I'm thinking of the um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler combo, but it wasn't for the Oscars. That was Yeah, that was Golden the Globes. Golden Globes. Golden Globes, yeah. But they were anyway, so good together. Adam, can you check? Didn't they do the Oscars once? I feel like I feel like they did. Actually, funny enough, on our um, we had our uh, station pub quiz last night, mm-hmm. and our theme actually was the Academy Awards for this month because they they're up at the end of the month. So we thought it would right. be a fun theme for our uh, our uh, our audience. Yeah, and um, just some of the questions that we had, like it was crazy. Like just remembering Ellen DeGeneres's like 2014 selfie. And that was awesome. Like that was crazy. And then, actually, I'll I'll ask you that question: Who held the camera for the selfie? Do you remember who held? held that was my question last night. Who held the? camera? I'm gonna go with. Uh, was it Bradley Cooper? It was. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I am. I am on fire. You today. You are on it. And then, actually, you can probably answer this one: Who is the most nominated actress? Meryl Streep. Seventeen Best Actress awards and four supporting. And she's good in every single thing that she does. Yeah. It's incredible. In, in 2019, while Adam's still finding information for us, which actress <laughs> was nominated for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress at the same Oscars? Which year? 2019. Oh. Wait, what was the question? I was reading something else. In 2019, there was an actress that was nominated in the Best Actress category and also in Best Supporting. Name the actress. Dang, I forget. Do you want a hint? Yes. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I've seen oh, this recently. Oh, of course. Um, Scarlett Who Johansson. Yep. And you oh. saw Jojo Rabbit? I did not, but I knew You should it. totally watch that movie. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Okay. It's I've so seen good. it like a month ago. It's you know great. what the biggest takeaway from last night's um, pub quiz was? Kelly has not watched a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you find you look back on the past couple of years and you think, I should have done more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there was a good chunk of it at the start of the of COVID and the lockdown, whatever, where we were locked down, like we couldn't do anything. So, mm-hmm. like I think, man, I probably should have cleaned up some of the stuff that's been sitting in the spot that I thought I'm going to take care of that. I haven't done it. Yeah. And now the world is reopening. Now we're reopening. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to uh, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and uh, Regina Hall. They Just are before- gelling. As Just hosts. before we go back there, I have uh, our information on uh, Maya Rudolph, uh, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, you remember that year they did not have any uh, hosts oh, at the yeah. Oscars? Yes. They made the three girls open the show. And uh, Tina Fey joked right away that the three of them were definitely not hosting the Oscars. We're j- and she says... We're just going to stand here a little too long so that people who get USA Today tomorrow will think we hosted. <laughs> so they, there, was, there was a bunch of, uh, well, we're not hosting, we're just here, three of us making jokes, but we're not hosting. Well, one of so, the things uh, that uh, Amy Schumer had offered in her interview about stuff that's going on with her, not the least of which, which is that she's got a new show called uh, Life and Beth, which I think is a funny title, Um is that one of the angles that they were going for, suggesting that the three of them go for as co-hosts, would be to to be competitive. So I think it's that antiquated notion that women can't get along. We've never had more than, you know, multiple female hosts at the Oscars. So we got to make it, you know, somehow salacious or Mm. something. Mm -hmm. So let's Mm -hmm. make you competitive. And they're like, no, 
<laughs> this is what we're doing. Well, we all know the only reason I'm in the show is because if I wasn't here, the two of you would just keep fighting over and over again, right? Oh, yeah. Cat scratch fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Thank you for balancing us out, Adam. You're welcome. It's because he's hot. That's true. Yeah, yes. we just needed some hotness in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring the heat, bro. <laughs> um, did you know that Brian Adams has had many chart hits? Yes, you did, because it's yes. Canadian requirement that we know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Major accomplishments. And when everything I do, I do it for you, hit number one in the UK and stayed there for a few weeks. He kind of didn't really have any idea of the impact of that, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Because uh, that was kind of we we knew that he was a big deal in Canada because for the a good chunk of the '80s he had really successful albums and really like we we played them on Canadian radio, mm-hmm. uh, not just because there's you know a, a percentage rule on Canadian radio stations to play Canadian artists, but they were good good songs. He mm-hmm. he can write a song obviously, and then our neighbors to the south of us in the states got wind of that they actually knew of him in the 80s because heaven was a pretty big deal for him but when everything i do i do it for you was as big as it was that was a robin hood soundtrack wasn't it yep yes prince of thieves wasn't it yeah right yes uh he said that he was just so busy doing everything else like he just kept working that you know people he said people were always saying to him you're number one in england but he says it was he wasn't really around to witnesses he was doing tours, nonstop shows, like for four years. So he said that it changed in a sudden kind of way that because he got to more, uh, to bigger places, bigger crowds and longer tours. So he started to see the, uh, the reality of, uh, of how successful he was being, but (laughs) not because he remembers actually being in the moment of it, just because things got better for him, I guess It it can't be a bad thing. (laughs) <laughs> um, somehow I always am able to bring this back to Janet, and I will. As um, you should. I uh, remember speaking to Tina Landon like a couple of times, and she mentioned that when things were really crazy, you know, because like obviously all the fans that say for the Janet album, whatever, like, you know, were so gung ho for her. And like she mentioned, Tina, that she's like, they were kind of in a bubble. Like, you know, like, sure. like, like they'd know that Janet had done well on a, you know, like, like even Janet would announce to the team, and, and Tina always said this is cool. Like, she would never say, oh, I'm number one with whatever song. She'd always say, like, we're number one or whatever. Um, so they knew what was going on, but they were so insulated being on tour or whatever that they didn't really feel the noise. It was only after. Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, and back to Brian Adams for a second. Uh, by the time uh, our show is reaching the people, his 15th album will be available to you. Uh, it's called So Happy It Hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh... painful. That's a <laughs> Canadian album title, I think. <laughs> uh, speaking of new albums, the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a new album out. So that's kind of yeah. cool because it's been a few years since we got some of their groove laid down. And John Frusciante is back with the Chili Peppers. And it was an emotional conversation uh, at Flea's house over dinner that got him, you know, pretty much tipped the scales in a way that got him to make his decision to rejoin. And Flea, if you've ever seen an interview with him, read his book, uh, read an interview, anything, you know that he's really, he's a bundle of emotions. You know, he's just so, and you watch him play, he's just, he's in it. So he said he opened up to his buddy and, and said, you know, sometimes I miss playing with you so much. And he started crying. 
And then John wow. Frusciante started crying and said, I miss it too. <laughs> so long story short, he's back with the band. Even Anthony Kiedis said that if your long lost family members come back and says, hey, I want to rejoin the family, you have no choice. You cannot say no. And John Frusciante is just such a talented guitar player. So it makes sense that he would uh, this many years come back um, and, and join the family. That's cute. Yeah, we're playing the uh, the new song. On our Black, station. Was it Black Summer? What is it called? Black Summer? Black Summer. No. Black, Sum- Black Summer. Yeah. Black Summer. And lyrically at the start of it, he sort of, he sounds like he's uh, like an East Coaster. Um, he's, he's He sounds like he's singing a, a, a sea shanty or something. Have you heard he his, because has- uh, I just played uh, Poster Child for the, like our Tunes Day feature that we have on CJD. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like the vocal runs on that, you have to listen. Like he's having fun on that song. Like he's just having a good time. That's the best part about the Chili Peppers is that they've got so many different vibes going all at once that you can expect a Red Hot Chili Peppers album, but it doesn't mean that it's going to sound yeah. like the last one. Yeah. yeah. You just know it's going to be good. It's, they, I think they're one of the bands where if they experiment, nobody gets like banana crazy about it. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's expected and it's cool and whatever. Yeah. But then and if you get you from... two and they go too wild, people are like, what's happening? <laughs> Why did you give me a free album? Yeah. Remember how mad people, people were so that. angry about that? How dare you put an album in my phone? <laughs> when did you take my phone? That's what it was, I think. Mostly people didn't know how it got there, so they, <laughs> they were feeling violated. Hey, wait a minute. How come you give me a present? <laughs> idiots. <laughs> you idiots. Um, Chili Pepper's album is due at the is end it the of first April? Of April sure? first is it April? first? I think so. It could be. I don't even know what today is, so... That's that's morning it's show coming. hours for you, Sharon. That is morning show hours. <laughs> when the alarm clock goes off at three fifty three. Yeah. Blah. Have you figured out the uh the Betty by time yet? Like have you have you narrowed no. it down? No. No, I'm trying to uh fight the nap in the afternoon, which I don't think I'm gonna be able to do for much longer because I thought, oh if I if I fight the nap and get a workout in, like physically tire myself, mm-hmm. then by the time I go to bed I should be ready to go to bed earlier, and then I end up going to bed at like ten thirty. You're still so, doing that. How so are who's you doing that? Not me. I don't even know. It's but funny I'm though because to... you and I and I've obviously been around you know radio. Well, you even longer than me, clearly. But um, the clearly. <laughs> uh-huh. so much experience, Sharon. <laughs> That's what I mean. Jeez. But I remember speaking to our morning team like years ago on the pop station, and. Uh, it was interesting to see how the different members operated. Like, yeah. Yeah. W- the lead guy, like, he, he napped. Like, And it's funny because if we ever had a st- team meeting, he'd be falling asleep in the team meeting at, like, 10, 30, 11 a.m., like, struggling. Yeah. Um, oh. And then the producer is was all about going to bed at, like, 8.30 at night. So he didn't nap during the day. He, like, he went – he powered through but went to bed at, like, 8.30 and got up at 3.30 or 4, whatever it was. And then the female host, she was just all over the place. Like, in, you know, 11 like, p.m., then, you know, might be 9, but then, like, up at 3 and, like, yeah, no, oh there was a lot gosh. going on. So I feel like I would do – I would do that as also. I think yeah. my – I have a system the same way that I – the alarm goes off and I set 3 just in case and I think that – it's usually just one that's gone off. Mm-hmm. Cause then I'm like, I'm up. <laughs> and then you, and then you're just moving and then yeah. you're doing, you know, like I'll shower and get everything done. And the whole process of planning my breakfast and I need to just make sure that I have food. Yeah. That's all. Are you like, packing? I can, I can do before, anything. Though? Like, do you pack your breakfast? No, I don't mean like if there's any, but do you have like, like stuff ready? Probably 50% of it's done. Okay, cool. So that okay. I, like I, I tend to bring a yogurt bowl. So I'll just quickly assemble that. 
and then we just got to pack it all up. Okay. Yep. In my 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 breakfast valise. <laughs> I just need to make sure I have food. I'm a, well, this is the first part. Then there's this part. <laughs> but are you having any time to eat? Because you're you're running the show. So like is I there, know. Yeah. Is there eating there's times. Time? Yeah. There's a bit of time. It's okay. sort of in between things. Okay. And if I go on the air with yogurt in my mouth, and that's <laughs> that, might be, the, that may be the new way to do radio. It could be your sponsor as <laughs> YoPlay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you guys, uh, you think you might be ready for a '90s rewind? Let's uh, let's go. I have this new sound effect ready. What year are we going to, Sharon? 1991. Oh, here we go. Thank you. I'm not even born yet. <laughs> I only heard Where the first part. Was there an, an extra part? Yeah, no. I got you right here. Okay, good. Woo. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Sharon's ready. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I promised you some uh, great voices from 1991, so let's start at the top. Just because she was at number one with her third single from that self-titled debut album called Mariah Carey, the song, the third single, was Someday, and she was at number one with that. Background this time, 1991. How about I drop another big name on you? Also Canadian. You're just bringing all the Canadians in. Celine Dion. Oh, or, wow. as uh, everybody outside of this, where we are, says it, Celine Dion. Uh, her uh, foray into her crossover success outside of Canada included Where Does Your Heart Beat Now? Mm. Still here. Uh, that was also in the top ten. How about Gloria Estefan? Gloria oh. Estefan. Coming out of the dark. The triumph of that song. She had suffered major injuries after an 18-wheeler hit their tour bus after recuperating from back surgery. Uh, oh. The fact that she actually came out of the dark. Uh, how about this one? You ready for this? Mm. Olita Adams. Oh, yeah. Get here. Come on. <laughs> uh, the depth of her voice was yeah. actually startling in the best way. And mm. also in a way that reminded us that uh, we didn't actually sound like her. So stop singing along. <laughs> Nip it. Stop. <laughs> it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up on an upbeat tone. And I know what Kelly's going to do as soon as I say the name Tara Spencer. That's it. <laughs> it's a shoulder shimmy when you yeah. think of the song This House. Adam, if it's not familiar to you or anybody listening, if This House by Tara Spencer is not familiar, make yourself familiar with this song. It's great. Sounds very much like 1991, but in a way that makes it feel good. Exactly. And that's your 90s Rewind. Good job, Thank Sharon. Thank you. I have to quickly mention um, we hosted – it was International Women's Day recently, and uh, – yep. We hosted an Empower Hour on the pop station. Nice. And so we played for a full hour, like, just female artists, which was amazing. And it was so funny to watch because a lot of the artists that we played, like, the songs were newer. Like, we played Lizzo, you know, from, like, 2019 and just, you know, r recent stuff. But mm -hmm. then we popped on, and it was such an amazing surprise. We were able to play Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman. Ooh. And I cannot tell you how that song, when you – it just whoosh – and yeah. even like my co-host, who's like a six foot four guy, was like, "This is great." <laughs> like, he's having a good time, and it was just—it's so amazing that that song, like you know, what is it? Thirty years later, is still like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. thirty years this year. It's bananas. Like that song is still amazing. Thirty years later, so that totally holds up. That song, yeah, man. It's similarly, uh, Chaka Khan's mm -hmm. uh, "Ain't Nobody" from 
10 years prior to that Whitney classic, that too, I was listening to that this morning going, I listen to it fairly regularly just because it's that damn good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's those songs by these women that I think it's, it's a mark of how well the song is written, but also how well it's delivered. So yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing that empower our moment, Kel. Thank you. And happy International Women Day. Back yes. at ya. Yep. You too, Adam. I think it's important to wish uh, women happy International Women's Day, but also acknowledge the, uh, the, uh, the men uh, that can fully appreciate the, uh, the importance of a day and uh, Women's Month, actually. Yep. Exactly. We highlight one I'm, day, but I we're really taking every guys. other day too. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam's hot. That's true. <laughs> but that's not important today. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. know about that. <laughs> I'm hot, you're hotter. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys? Yep. We are at the end of season 10, episode 25 of 90s Now. And thank you to, uh, well, thank you both, obviously making it fun every single time but thanks to everybody for finding us wherever it is that you do that we appreciate it and we thank you for listening to 90s now still happening